More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, turbulence, conflict giving you a bumpy ride in your relationships. We're going to help you decrease the tension, resolve those conflicts, and discover tips for a more peaceful journey. 877-573-7825. says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, turbulence. Is conflict giving you a bumpy ride in your relationships? We're going to help you decrease the tension, resolve those differences, and discover tips for a more peaceful journey. The number, 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. 7825 call up and then share are you struggling to see eye to eye with someone you care about maybe you're having a hard time understanding why that other person in your life thinks or acts the way they do or getting them to understand your perspective maybe you're tired of certain topics always triggering conflict between you and that other person or you're just frustrated with how quickly certain conversations seem to escalate with certain people not naming (laughs) names well if any of that rings true let us help you discover ways to manage conflict gracefully just keep those seat backs and trade tables in their full upright and locked position we're going to help you overcome that turbulence in all of your relationships (laughs) 877-573-7825 well you know it's it's a funny metaphor but i'm glad you mentioned the seat belts and the trade tables up and all of that stuff because When we go through airplane turbulence, there are certain things that help kind of keep us from bashing ourselves all over the place and having our heads hit the ceiling of the plane. We need those things in place, those boundaries, those seat belts, those being in your seat, not wandering around, not getting stuck in the tiny little restroom to keep us safe and and less affected by the turbulence you know some people are just going to drive us crazy no matter what but if we have good boundaries in place at least in our own mind so that we can deal with our own feelings certainly our own reactions so that those reactions can then glorify god and bring some kind of peace into the relationship and into our hearts and into our minds and hopefully change some things in that relationship with that person but at least keep us from falling into near occasions of sin or full-fledged ones in dealing with that person it matters some of them are as easy as just metaphorically buckling your seatbelt. others take a little bit more finesse 
but with particular people you need to know what those things are that are going to work best with that person and that's why we're talking about it here today on more to life to help you get the resources the skills that you need to be able to deal with conflict with anybody you're dealing with especially if you have a particular person in mind so give us a call today at 877-573-7825 that's 877-573-7825 whether you are having a hard time resolving one particular conflict with that certain person not naming names (laughs) or you just struggle to manage conflict well in general, we want to help you manage all of that gracefully. Give us a call again. That's 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And for folks who aren't aware of what that is, when St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years that revealed how God's fingerprints on creation show his plan, God's plan, for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. The theology of the body reminds us that even in the beginning, God created each person to see the world a little differently so that working together and using our gifts for each other's good, we would be able to arrive at a more well-rounded solution to any challenge before the fall the differences that existed between each unique and unrepeatable person weren't a bug they were actually a feature (laughs) when people are ordered toward working for each other's ultimate good the differences in the way we think and act help all of humanity to reflect God's face more perfectly of course in a fallen world filled with unique and unrepeatable people who see things differently and don't always work for each other's good, there's bound to be conflict. Well, the theology of the body reminds us that the only solution to that challenge is love. The willingness to understand what the other person needs to flourish, and the willingness to make personal sacrifices to help them achieve those things. In short, we need to learn to love each other more than we love our comfort zones. You know, love requires us to stretch and to grow in healthy ways, even when it makes us uncomfortable to do that. And by learning to be loving, especially in conflict, we can discover how to encourage each other through the tension toward godly solutions and then experience even closer relationships, not just in spite of our differences, but because of them. I mean, if that sounds good, in theory at least, <laughs> give or, us a call. Or sounds impossible, and you're saying, yeah, how do you do that in my relationship? You don't know, Pop Checks. Well, well we're here. Yeah, that's right. Give it a challenge us. 877-573-7825. Again, that number is 877-573-7825. We're talking with you today about managing conflict gracefully in your life. Whatever the challenges are, let us help you deal with those conflicts in a manner that helps you find peace. 877-573-7825. We, let's take our concerns to the Lord. 
and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the The Father, Father, and the the Son, Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence and we thank you for the opportunity to bring those situations to you where we aren't sure how to handle those conflicts gracefully with the people in our lives. You've created each of us to be different. And those differences, when they're ordered to work for each other's ultimate good, can help us to be closer to you and to each other. But so often we allow those differences to divide us, to cause conflict in our relationships, and to cause us to even fall into sin. So, Lord, we bring to you those disagreements, those conflicts, those differences of opinion, and those situations where we struggle to see eye to eye with the people that are in our lives. And we ask you, Lord, to help us to respond in grace so that we can truly listen with an open heart and hear your Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us through the tension toward the solutions that you would have us pursue. We ask all this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And in the name of the the Father, Father, and the the Son, and and the Holy Holy Spirit, Spirit. amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, we're talking about conflict in our relationships on our show titled Turbulence. If you're struggling to see eye to eye with someone you care about, if you're having a hard time understanding why that other person in your life thinks or acts the way they do, you know, or you're having a hard time getting them to understand your perspective, Maybe you're tired of certain topics always triggering conflict between you and another person, or you're just frustrated with how quickly certain conversations tend to escalate. We are here to help you manage conflict in general, or that specific conflict you're having, more gracefully. The number 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Joanne, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Nebraska on Spirit Catholic Radio. Hi, Joanne. Welcome to More to Life. What's your question for us? Hello. Thank you for uh, taking my call. Certainly. Um, I was raised in a large cradle Catholic family. The short story is after my mother's, my 90-year-old mother's passing earlier this year, um, most of my siblings who are no longer practicing their faith um, are starting to retaliate that I've reported domestic violence pretty much over the last 20 years on behalf of her, on behalf of several of my sisters and nieces. Wait, I'm, I'm confused. I'm sorry. Um, so so who, who, where is this domestic violence happening? With you or, or with other family no, members? Who, and is it mother, current? My, mother, my elderly mother had bruises on her body. Um, a niece has uh, witnessed very serious domestic violence. This is un- undisputed. This who, is, this who is your father who, committing this against your mother, or who who's harming yes. your mother? Yes. Okay. And and so and so then, your and your mother. You say your mother has passed now, though. Yes, my dad passed about t- about ten years ago, and and my mother just passed. But since her passing, most of my siblings have completely blacklisted me and I'm they've fallen away from the faith and I believe it's uh-huh. retaliation for reporting this okay so I just want to, I'm just trying to get the timeline here right because what yeah. you, you said you okay so your father passed away about 10 years ago and your mother just passed away and you right. reported domestic violence after she died 
No, 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 no. But no, starting about twenty years ago. Okay. So okay. Over the last Sorry. So years, I, yeah, we just want to. So, so you've been I, the I've one been the trying whistle... to protect your mother for twenty years. And th- th- there's this is a bad situation. So there's there's other stuff going on. But I believe that it was. Um, that they're retaliating now. They're basically writing me out of the will. They're blacklisting me, and it's just mm-hmm. a horrible situation. And I'm basically just trying to figure out, you know, I'm a sinner as well, uh, like how to really see this, you know, the situation purely and how to have any relationship with them moving forward because – You may um, not be able to. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, let's, you know. let's look at the, the two different things here. First of all, in terms of a will, make sure you've got a good lawyer because it's a legal document. They should not be able to change anything there. So, it, with regard to your parents, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah they no. should not be able to. I mean, if your parents left a will, then you need to deal with that with a lawyer because it's a legal document that needs to be upheld. Let's talk about the actual relationship yeah. situation you know, here, and I use that term very loosely. When a family um, is raised in a household where there is where children are raised in a household where there's domestic violence between the, you know the, the parents um those those children often become socialized to the idea that we need to keep the secrets right and you know breaking this you know breaking those secrets revealing those secrets becomes the the cardinal sin in that family and, I, and obviously it's not um but but the family comes to believe that it is and so when someone finds the courage to report that um, you become the outcast. You become the black sheep because you've done the right thing. Um, and until those family members can heal those wounds that they've experienced themselves, those emotional wounds or other wounds, where they come to realize that that was not a healthy way to be and keeping the secret is not a healthy thing to do, um, they're, they're going to react to you as if you've done a terrible thing to them because you brought shame on the family or brought shame on your father's name uh, and and they'll lash out at you for that that doesn't mean that you've done the wrong thing that means that you've done the right thing um, by trying to stand up for your mom um, but your family is patently unhealthy and doesn't understand right from wrong at least in this context this is one of those times Joanne where you know the, the, the best I can share with you is what Jesus said that blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness yeah. Or they will inherit the kingdom of God. You, you, you've, you've done the right thing by standing up for your mom, but you, you broke the rule in your family that we don't reveal our secrets to the world. Uh, and because of that, you're going to be punished. And I'm so sorry that you're experiencing that, but your action is calling your family to health. It's calling your family to conversion. It was the right thing to do. And you, know, you can invite them. You can say, I, I love you, family, and I'm here for you if you ever want me. But I love you enough to let you go if that's what you choose. And then you seek your community elsewhere. Elsewhere. Joanne, I want to get one thing through to you. This is not a reflection on you. And any of us who came from difficult families, and I speak personally on this, didn't go through what you went through, but difficult family situation, when we especially when a parent dies, but at any point, when we have family members that walk away from us, they will either pointedly tell us it's our fault or at least imply it strongly in their actions and their behaviors. Joanne, this was not your fault. 
You do not need to twist yourself into a pretzel to get them back. Just because they have a label that says they are your siblings and you have some kind of genetic connection to them does not mean you have to have a relationship with them. You know, when we, especially when we are adults, family relationships are something we need to choose and we need to work on. They can't just happen by osmosis, especially when the matriarch and patriarch of the family have passed. I 100% agree with Greg that it is time to move on and find people who are loving and healthy and supportive to be your core people in your life. Don't lock out your family completely. If they do have a revelation one day that you were right and this was a mess and they want to get out of, you know, the mess that they've been in and heal, then of course you can, you know, work on that relationship. But don't beat yourself yeah. up about losing these folks in your life because this was not your fault. You know, I always go back to the, the story of the rich young man, right? You know, Jesus, you know, tells, tells us what it takes to be in deeper relationship with him. And he leaves the choice to us, you know, whether it's the rich young man who Jesus said, sell all your things and give the money to the poor and come and follow me. Or, you know, from, from the cross where he gives all of us, all of himself to us, but then asks us all, to give all of ourselves back to him in return. And we all struggle to give ourselves completely back to him every single day because we're sinners, but he doesn't, he's always there. He's always giving us love, but he gives us that option to take our time to heal and come to him at any point. Or to walk away. Or to walk away completely. And so you, you can do the same thing, Joanne, by saying, fam, you know, brothers, sisters, family, I'm here for you and I love you. And if you want me to be part of your life at any time, please let me know. But until then, I love you enough to give you that choice to walk away as well. So, Joanne, you know, you've done the right thing. Know that, you know, again, blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Um, hold on to that. Extend the invitation for a relationship and then let them choose and seek your community from, from healthier people. Thank you so much for the call. 877-573-7825. Again, that number is 877-573-7825. We're talking about conflict today on More to Life. Are you in conflict with a particular person and you're not sure how to get past it? Or do you struggle in general with managing conflict gracefully? Yeah, if conflict freaks you out, if you do <laughs> not want to deal with it, if you want to avoid it at all costs, if you get mad at yourself because you cry when you're in a conflict situation, or you get angry, or you shut down and you can't think, and conflict is just not your friend, whether it's all the time or with a particular person or group of people, as Joanne's situation was, let us help you out today, give you new skills, help you to be able to respond to conflict gracefully. Give us a call on More to Life at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. We'll be back with more of your calls. Plus, Father Thomas Loya will be sharing some insights from the Theology of the Body on managing conflict gracefully when we come back in just a minute. The wisdom of Mother Angelica. I want you to have such confidence in the Lord that you'll find such hope and see the beauty of the Lord, the majesty of God. What did our Lord say, huh? If your sins are as scarlet, oh, what? What's going to happen? They shall be made white as snow. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? 
Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. This Ave Maria program is brought to you in part by the nonprofit CMF Curo. Your search for affordable health care stops here. Since 2014, CMF Curo has provided Catholics with affordable health care sharing that goes beyond insurance. With programs that cost less than many COBRA and ACA-sponsored plans, CMF Curo is the Catholic health sharing experience that enables you to live fully alive while saving money. Call 1-833-GET-CURO to find affordable Catholic health care now. That's 1-833-GET-CURO. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Turbulence, as we talk about managing conflict gracefully. If conflict is rocking your relationships and you're tired of the turbulence, give us a call. Let us help you manage conflict a little better and find the solutions that you're seeking. 877-573-573. 7825. Joining us right now, Father Thomas Loya from the Tabor Life Institute. He's a pastor, a counselor, and an expert on the theology of the body, and he has some insights to share about managing conflict gracefully. Father Loya, welcome to More to Life. Thank you very much. Always good to be here. Well, so conflict is inevitable, um, and you know we're always dealing with conflict with somebody. What are some ways that you encourage people to manage conflict gracefully, especially in light of St. John Paul's theology of the body? Well, theology body is a very handy principle. Uh, John Paul II reminds us of our what he's called original man. In other words, the fact of who we really are, who we really were at the beginning. Now, that wonderful thing, that wonderful, that glorious thing, has become fallen. Okay, and of course, Christ comes into that fallenness to redeem us. But what we, what I find is helpful, and I do this for a lot of times, especially with married couples or people in conflict. I do it with myself too, is that you, you look for, if you're in conflict and you're, having, you're aggravated by this person or whatever, what I try to do and I advise is try to go, use the theology by principle, try to walk it back. In other words, our, our fallen side is actually, when you walk it back, you come to the gifted side. And you try to find out what is the gift of this person? Where are they coming from that is good? And that part has a fallen side or it needs boundaries and so on. The other thing is you may you look into what you think may be their they may be uh, um, acting out of their woundedness as well. What how might they be wounded? And what you do is so you, in other words you take it off yourself. Don't get defensive. Take it off yourself. Try to look into that person and that principle. But also you do kind of like a spiritual pulse check, a psycho spiritual pulse check. You make sure you monitor yourself. Okay. It, what, how if my reaction to this person, am I acting out of what might be my woundedness and, or in, in impatience, my expectations and so on? So you keep monitoring yourself. So it's not so much a, 
who's the bad guy. It's how we react to each other. Relationships are so much about reacting to each other, but it's out of what do we react from? You know, in other words, what, what reservoir? Is it um, our giftedness that needs to be maybe boundaried or, or corrected or even discovered, or is it our woundedness? So if you take a person maybe or maybe kind of controlling, kind of type A, for example, okay, their so-called type A has a giftedness to it. In other words, they're a person who likes to accomplish things. They're good at accomplishing, organizing, overseeing, and so on. But that can also have the fallen side of being um, like controlling, a little bit too pushy, and so on. So you get aggravated, mm. you get irritated. So you try to look for, okay, how can I plug into this person's uh, um, gift and redirect that and understand that better. So that's uh, basically the thousand body principle that I use and I advise for people. So really it's about trying to see the, the good intention or the need that the person is trying to meet by acting the way they are and kind of addressing that and perhaps finding, helping them find healthier, more respectful or godlier ways to meet that need or intention. Yes, and like, like for instance, it, it me, as a pastor, sometimes in the parish, you may, someone may make a disparaging remark about someone who is like doing things, you know, kind of like, a, like a, oh, you know, I favor them or something like that. Well, I'm picking up on that. Ah, what is this person really saying? They're saying to me, I, I try to not uh, respond to the criticism. They're saying to me, ah, they have, they're telling me they have some gifts and needs, and they want to be kind of like maybe asked to apply that or eager to apply that. So rather than take it personal or, or focus on the, the criticism and get mad at that, I look into, say, I look into them and say, what are they really saying here? They're asking, uh, they're telling me they have gift, and they want to uh, maybe be invited to offer that. So it's things like that. You kind of look past the criticism, uh, especially you, you be careful of yourself. You know, look, look down your own defensiveness and try to see where really where are they coming from. How can you redirect that, plug, plug into that, maybe put boundaries on it, uh, or they're just maybe uh, crying from their woundedness. So you want to plug into that too. So that's, that's basically the, how I do it. Well, Father Loy, I want to thank you so much for sharing your insights with our audience. And if folks would like to learn more about your good work, I encourage them to visit Tabor, the Tabor Life Institute at ta, excuse me, at taborlife.org. That's T-A-B-O-R, life.org. Father Loya, thanks for being with us today. Thank you. And we're taking your calls, listeners, at 877-573-7825 about conflict. Are you struggling to see eye to eye with someone you care about? Uh, maybe you're having a hard time understanding why they're doing or thinking or acting the way they are or getting them to understand your perspective. Perhaps you're tired of the way certain topics trigger conflict between you and another person. Give us a call. We'll help you resolve it. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Father Benedict Groeschel. I don't think people should have negative fears of God. I think you should get a lump in your throat. You should feel excited. Suppose I was going to take you and introduce you to the Pope or to the president of some country or something. You might get a lump in your throat. Forget it. Every day, you, I, live and move and have our being in the presence of God. These are the class of feelings we should have, and we should have them to an intense degree if we really had the sight of Almighty God. These feelings are the feelings which we shall have if we realize His presence. And in proportion, as we believe that He is present, we shall have them. And not to have them 
is not to realize, not to believe that God is present to us. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. The following is a medical moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Schindler, brother of Terry Schiavo. An advanced care planning document, or ACP, is one kind of advanced directive, providing a written statement of a person's desired medical treatments in the future. A recent study titled, What's Wrong with Advanced Care Planning, concluded that there is a gap between hypothetical scenarios and real-world decision-making. Another study found that 80% of emergency room physicians misinterpreted an ACP as a do-not-resuscitate order. Another issue is that any disagreement between medical professionals and the patient's healthcare agent regarding specific ACP language may undermine the patient's ultimate wishes. Your best bet is never to sign an advanced care planning document, such as a pulse form when admitted to a hospital. And make sure your healthcare durable power of attorney has a provision which invalidates any previously signed ACP. This medical moment brought to you by MyLifeAngels.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. When kids misbehave, it's common for parents to ask how they can stop the bad behavior. Usually the answer is some form of punishment. But punishment isn't a silver bullet. Sure, it might stop misbehavior for now, but it's not very effective in the long term. That's because it doesn't help kids heal the harm they've caused, and it doesn't give them the tools they need to handle things differently the next time. St. John Bosco had a better approach to discipline. He viewed discipline as a teaching opportunity, not a control problem. In his approach, parents coach kids through the process of healing the harm their behavior caused. And next, they help kids learn the skills and strategies they need to do better next time. St. Bosco's approach is called discipleship discipline because it treats kids as disciples or learners. It also reminds us of the loving way Jesus taught his own disciples. Discipleship discipline frees parents from being referees, constantly imposing penalties. Instead, parents coach kids through the hard work of improving their game. Discipleship Discipline recognizes that parents and kids are really on the same team. To learn more about Discipleship Discipline, check out our book, Parenting Your Kids with Grace, or visit catholichom.com. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today's show is titled Turbulence as we talk about conflict and how it tends to cause bumpy rides in our relationships. And if you are struggling to see eye to eye with someone you care about, uh, engaging in some kind of conflict with that person, or you just struggle with arguments and tension and conflict in general, and you're not sure how to be more confident in those situations, we want to help you manage uh, conflict more gracefully. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Before we go to our next call, we want to send out congratulations to a longtime member of the EWTN radio family. The Stations of the Cross is celebrating their 24th year with EWTN. They serve New York, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, and Ohio with 20 stations. Congratulations, Jim Wright and his team at Stations of the Cross from all of us at EWTN. And folks, wherever you're listening, Make sure that you're supporting your local Catholic radio station with your prayers and with your dollars to keep Catholic radio going strong 
and growing stronger every day so that we can be here to support you in living a more faithful and abundant life. Well, with that, we are taking your calls about managing conflict on our show titled Turbulence. If you're tired of the turbulence in your relationships, please keep those seat back and tray tables in their up, full, upright, and locked position as we help you find more grace-filled ways to manage conflict in all of your relationships with your spouse, with your adult kids, with your friends, with your family, with anybody that you're not seeing eye to eye with. 877 573 7825. Again, that's 877 573 7825. Well, let's talk with our next caller who's listening to EWTN Radio in California. Hey there, listener. Welcome to More to Life. What's your question for us? Hi, uh, Greg and Lisa. Thanks for taking my call. Here's my, my scenario mm-hmm. I have a daughter who's married but not in the Catholic Church. So my daughter stays with me. Her husband stays in another place, but lately he's been he's been using my room to take a nap or sleep during the day. But they're not together, so I I, so I told my daughter, oh, you know, he, he cannot sleep in that room. You know, there's a limit to what what he can. So you say you say that you don't want when they're visiting your home, you don't want your your daughter who's married who's married outside the church. In the same room with her husband when uh, when when they're when they're at your house is that what you're saying? No, my daughter actually lives with me, and and her her husband only visits during the day. So I, I why so, why don't they don't live together even though they're married? <laughs> no, they're not living. That's the funny part, you know. So well, I, I kind of need a little more information on that. Can you why why don't they live together even though they're married? I I. I Probably it's it's a money issue. They cannot really afford a, a an apartment for themselves. So, how old is your and daughter, daughter is, and her husband? Oh, she, my daughter is in her thirties. Her husband, I believe, is in her fifties or or late forties. Okay. So these uh, are both fully, fully grown, grown people. Where does he live at night? I'm sorry. Where does he live at night when he's not trying to sneak into your daughter's room? Oh, he said he has a place that where he sleeps. That's what he said. Well, so, he, so he has a house. How long but, is how long yeah. has this been going on? It's been going on for three years now. Whoa. Okay. And where and how did they get married? They during COVID they get married in the. Um, uh, they, they've been married by the um, uh, just of the peace, like a judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and, and were you at the wedding? No, because it was COVID at the time, and they can uh-huh. only. Take okay, so so what what are what are you? I guess what are you at? Because this is a very I, I've never heard anything like this. This, this, this is this, very this unusual. The first and one what's, for me. what's very okay. unusual is not just this very strange situation where. It, you know, it, she's it, still it, living it, with it. you. But what's also very strange about this is how little information you really have about this gentleman. You don't yeah. really know his exact age. <laughs> you don't really know where he's spending his nights when he's not sneaking into your house. There's a I'm lot very here that's confusing so, me. So what, what's your question for us? How can we help you out today? Okay, but because the, the, the thing is, my I, I told my daughter it's wrong 
for the husband to sleep or nap. They call it napping in that one room. So they're mad at me, even my one brother and one sister and Mo, my one other daughter is taking her side. So I said, uh-huh. I'm, I'm right because this is my house. Well, let me uh, okay. So, so let me ask you this: uh, Does she go to church? She she does goes to church with me. Yes, she goes to church every Sunday with you. Every Sunday, most Sundays at least. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, there's a lot here, uh, and, and it's it's a bigger mess than I even thought from 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 the call. Because a lot of what Lisa was saying that you just don't ha- have any information, and when you have a 30 plus year old daughter married to a guy who's in his late 40s, and they're or not 50s. living together, and they can't afford to, but he has his own place. Yeah, I, I, there I, are more red <laughs> red sirens and signals going off here for me than just they're married outside the church and they shouldn't be sleeping in the same room. Yeah, yes, we, there's so but there's many. There's a lot here that's saying, uh, uh-uh, uh, something's actually not know, right. I mean, yeah, because originally the question was, you know, should you let them sleep in the same room in your house? And I, you know, I mean, so let, let's let's respond to that, um, and then I'll try to take a whack at the larger stuff here too. So. I appreciate where you're coming from, um, and I understand that your daughter is going to church with you. I, I, I don't. I, I really believe that there's a deeper problem here of of a lack of faith on your daughter's part. I mean, just because somebody darkens the door of a church doesn't necessarily mean they believe, you know, what what the, what they're going there for. And and so and the fact that you have so little information about her life and about her relationship that, that says to me that that there's there are a lot of lost opportunities to witness and evangelize your daughter, uh, you know, and, and you've sort of kind of settled for the superficial appearance of faith without actually doing the discipleship work that faith actually requires. Um, and so I, while I appreciate you wanting to say, well, you look, if, you know, you're not married in the church, so you can't sleep together in our house, um, the, the, the reality is um, that the church recognizes, for example, the, the, the value of, 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 of natural marriage between two people who do who are not Christian, for example, I, you know, I'm not saying that I, I'm 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 not saying that that actually I don't know what to say. For, yes, she <laughs> for, is for Christian me. and going to church, so I absolutely <laughs> respect completely your intention here. But this is deeper. This yeah. is you. Okay, something's really wrong. You know, there just there's just no way that a 30 year old and a 50 year old can't live couldn't on. cobble together some way of finding a way to live in their own place there's no relationship between you and them that can really disciple them into a catholic marriage and a healthier life there's all sorts of signals here that your daughter's being used by this guy in some way shape or form well and and all sorts of signs that 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 you're not in a place where you're really leading this family in any way other than just kind of uh, stating a rule yeah and 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 the rule is a is is a is a well-intentioned one but because you know nothing about them you're not having the influence you need to have and you do need to have influence in this situation uh, you know honestly i'm going to suggest that you seek some family counseling because there's just so much going on here um that that um i don't even know where to start frankly i i mean we've been doing this show for 
since 2001, and this is honestly the first time I've ever been stumped. Well, it's, it's, it's stumpedness <laughs> is because there's not enough information to deal with here because you don't know them enough. And, and the family counseling, I think, would really, really help, but you also really need to start. I understand why you want to draw firm boundaries here. There's nothing about this that, that smells yeah, right. But, but rules without relationship equals rebellion, and that's exactly. really what's happening with your daughter. Okay, She's going through the motions of following your rules, but her, heart, you know, her heart's her own and doesn't belong to you or to God. Uh, and you're trying to, you know, to, to maintain the superficial appearance of, of faith and conversion w- without actually doing any of the work of discipleship here. So, you know, I, I appreciate the good intention behind your actions here, but I just want to challenge you to do a whole lot more as, as, a, as, the, as the Catholic father in this situation. You know, it's not about just maintaining the rules. It's about building the relationship that will lead your daughter and, and, and her husband to Christ. Um, and, and just saying, no, you can't be here doesn't do that, right? So, so there's just so much work that has to be done. I, I, again, family counseling, and I want you to pick up a copy of our book, How to Have Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Her Adult Sons and Daughters, because it's really going to show you how to cultivate um, the, the, a relationship with your daughter that would allow you to have the conversations that you need to be having instead of just setting down rules that everybody just superficially adheres to and then does what they want to do when you're not looking. Yeah, because these conversations need to be at a level where she respects you, not just afraid of you, but truly respects you, that she loves you, that she wants to be able to have a heart-to-heart relationship with you over time and accept your influence. And right now, that is not happening at all to the point where you don't know how old this husband, in quotes, is. You don't really know where he lives at night. You, uh, you don't know anything about your so, daughter's life. How can, you, so how can you have the influence There's so much at all? that you can't influence because you're working in a void, and that's yeah. that's not going to work. And if you simply hold on to this very well-intentioned rule, you'll you'll lose any influence at all. The only influence you seem to have right now is the fact that they can't afford a place on their own, which is also very strange. There's I, yeah, so much so. here that's just not adding up and the only way that you can figure it out and help her to have a healthy holy relationship or get out of this one is to really begin to grow your relationship with her in a way that's deep enough for you to have influence and be able to disciple her through all of this because she doesn't know what she's worth she doesn't have a sense of you being able to help her through it she can if you start to really invest in the relationship with her. All right. Thank you so much for the call. 877-573-7825. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be continuing to take your calls about managing conflict gracefully in your life. Are you struggling to see eye to eye with someone you care about and just not really sure what the next step might be in resolving that tension? We are here for you at 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five. As we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Matthew chapter five, verse nine. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. You know, um, and this this verse is really important. This be, that beatitude is extraordinarily important because um, you know Jesus is not saying blessed are the smoother overers. He's saying, blessed are the peacemakers. Yeah, it's not blessed are the quiet makers, where we just make everybody hush up and get along. This is truly about cultivating 
a true godly peace. And St. Augustine said that peace is the tranquility that results from right order. So peace takes work, and sometimes it involves conflict. It, it, It involves not being afraid to have the conversations or even provoke the frustration or antagonism or or irritation of other people because you are speaking that truth in love like we were talking about with joanne earlier in the show when you know she reported her father for domestic violence against her mom uh, even though that caused her to be alienated from the rest of her family you know this is an example of, of, of a peacemaker somebody who was calling attention to something that was not in right order and even though it caused greater conflict in the family she was making peace uh, because she was speaking the truth in love uh, to the greater good of the whole family and they simply refuse to accept it that's what we're called to do to be able to speak that truth in situations where justice is not being served so that we can build true peace blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of god matthew 5 9 we are taking your calls about dealing with conflict gracefully when more to life continues if you are struggling to see eye to eye with someone you care about if you're having a hard time understanding why they do what they're doing or thinking or acting the way they are or getting them to understand your perspective maybe you're tired of certain topics always triggering conflict between you and that other person or you're just frustrated with how quickly certain conversations seem to escalate. If you're tired of the turbulence in your relationships because of conflict, keep those seat backs and tray tables in their full upright and locked position as we help you find more grace-filled ways to manage conflict. That's 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue in just a minute. Brought to you by the nonprofit Seton Home Study. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray Garendi here. You thinking about homeschooling? Seton Homeschooling, 40 years of experience, 17,000 current students, pre K through high school. They provide the books, the lesson plans, the counselors, the grading services, the tests. That's right, pretty much everything. My wife and I use Seton, some of our children. I'll tell you this, two of them got perfect ACT scores in verbal. And overall, the Seton students scored more than 100 points above average on the SAT. Over 30% higher on English and reading on the ACT. It's a rigorous program. You want to give the very best to your kids? Trust me on this one. Go with Seton. It is a beautifully rigorous academic program. Go to setonhome.org. That is setonhome.org. Do you have a lonely brain? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. Loneliness, only enhanced during the pandemic, can actually help alter certain brain patterns, which can lead to various mental health issues like anxiety and depression. Your physical health can be challenged. Even with social media, loneliness is described as an epidemic. Loneliness can be complex, and there's a stigma associated with it. But mindfulness training, what you and I may call quiet and holy time, has been shown to combat loneliness. Pray more, breathe deeply, increase your list of friends, even force being more social. Don't be afraid to gather or appropriately touch others. A hug or a fist bump can signal that you are present with somebody. Let's not forget our priests and religious sisters and brothers. When was the last time you hugged your priest? If you sense somebody you know is lonely, ask them how you can help. Check out the Journey Strong tab for more on the lonely brain at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. 
Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today on More to Life, we're talking about managing conflict in your relationships on our show titled Turbulence. If you're tired of conflict creating turbulence in your relationships, we want to help you manage those situations gracefully and find the solutions that you're looking for. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Diana, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Minnesota. Hi, Diana. Welcome to More to Life. What's your question for us? Yes, I just want to ask. I'm dating somebody, and he's Lutheran, and I'm Catholic. And I've tried okay. to explain to him the best I can about not receiving communion in the Lutheran Church, and he thinks it's an insult to Jesus. So I. So he wants you to receive. Like who? Who's? He wants who's... me. He wants me to receive communion in the Lutheran Church, and I've talked to my pastor about it, and my priest about it, and everything too. Right. And yeah, I, no, said, and, and... I, I can't. And I've tried to explain to him the best I can how our differences are that we really believe it is the body and blood of Christ and they yes. think it's a symbol. But So are you still well, attending Mass every week, Diana? Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. I will never, ever stop attending Mass. But then you're Monday. going to church with him as well as, we try, you know. We church early in the morning and then we go to the, to the Catholic Church a couple hours later. <laughs> okay. does he, and does he receive communion at the Catholic Church? He does, and I've told him that, and I've explained that to him, too, but I said, you know what, I've explained it to you. Now, I'm not going to say that you can't, because I do have a priest that I know, well, and he said I would never stop somebody from receiving communion. Yeah, no, but he can't. I mean, oh, right, can't. I mean, I mean, the priest is going to throw himself in front of the person who's coming down the aisle, but, but, but he, you know, he, he shouldn't be receiving communion in, in the Catholic Church because he's not in communion with the Catholic Church. It's not a, it's not a matter of... of, of uh, you know, in, in in giving insult to somebody, it's it's a matter of acknowledging the decision that they've made to not be part of our church, right? So I mean, you know, um, and and vice versa. You know, Diana, um, dating is supposed to be about the process of determining um, who God is calling you to be with, so that you can become the person He created each of you to be. Uh, and a big part of that is honoring and respecting each other's beliefs. Now, you know, there are relationships, I mean, relationships are always harder when you're dating somebody who's outside the faith, but they're not impossible to the degree that there is respect in the relationship. And when I say respect, what I mean is that willingness to see the truth and the goodness and the beauty and all the things the other person finds true and beautiful, including, you know, listening to their limits and respecting their opinions and, and beliefs. Um, and this boyfriend just doesn't. I mean, he doesn't respect you. He's respecting you enough that you both attend each other's churches on a Sunday. There might be seeds of respect there. But when it follows through to something that's this pivotal in your faith, and he's not willing to not only respect your limits, but the limits of the Catholic Church, that speaks to how much respect he's extending to you. Yeah, I mean, so, so Diana, I mean, I, I guess I, I wonder why you're committed to this man who is who is undermining your attempts to live your faith fully. You know, I, I mean, you know, the, the, I think we have to really ask ourselves who is most important in our life. You know, are we trying to serve Christ and and become more of His disciple, 
or is that just sort of a side relationship uh, that we that we kind of put over there while we go and date the person that makes us feel good in the moment? I, and again, I, I don't mean I'm not trying to make you feel judged at all, I'm, but I'm asking you to really reflect on this relationship in light of your your larger call to your faith. Because honestly, you know, it's not about you know, are you going to be you know strident in your faith? This if if you are dating this person. You know, dating is supposed to help you figure out who you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with and who is going to help you and you are going to help them get to heaven. And it sounds like on that level, he's not really committed to that in the right way. Now, if you said to him, all right, look, you know, this this is a bit of a deal breaker for me. I want us to go and, and have some time talking to our priest so you're hearing this or my priest so you're hearing this from somebody other than me and we can have a real conversation about these limits and all of that i want us to pray about this together so that we can respect each other if he's willing to do those things and learn and grow and respect you then you might be able to work this out over time and have a relationship that even though you're two different denominations will build you both up and draw you both cr- closer to Jesus Christ. If he isn't, if he is digging in his heels, if he is belittling you in any way, if he's saying you're rule bound, any of those things, that's a big warning. I mean, a healthy relationship with anybody, but especially a dating relationship should help us feel more connected um, to our faith and values and beliefs to help us feel even more able to live out those that faith and values and beliefs, it, it should at very least not make us feel ashamed at all, uh, or or make or these defensive. things defensive at all. And I I, I I really question the health of this relationship. Um, this is this is not just a matter of of you know how do you you know convince him. It's it's you've 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 told him, and he doesn't respect you enough to hear what you're saying. And you deserve better than that, Diana. You really do. God wants you to have better than that. He has such an abundant love for you. You are his bride. And if he is going to call you into a marital relationship here to help you to become more of that for now and for all eternity, it's not going to be a relationship where you have to settle, where you feel degraded, where you have to fight for your faith in some way. He's going to give you someone who will help build that up and draw you closer to him in all the best ways. You deserve that. God loves you too much to want you to settle. Diana, I'd really encourage you to, to check out For Better Forever, A Catholic Guide to Lifelong Marriage, because even though you're, you're not engaged to this person, you, I want you to have a clear sense of what, what a healthy Catholic is. relationship yeah. should be, what a healthy Catholic marriage involves, and, and what you should exactly what what, what your target should be yeah. in, in dating. And what you really deserve. Again, that's for better forever, a Catholic guide to lifelong marriage. Check it out, Diana, and thanks for the call. That's all the time we've got for today's program. And if you are struggling with conflicts in your life and relationships that you are looking for faithful answers to, check out the resources we have at CatholicCounselors.com including learning more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life through God's grace. That's catholiccounselors.com. Check it out. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you can get out there and celebrate the life God has for you with his grace, because with his grace, there is so much more to life. Have a blessed day, folks. 
You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchuk. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.